Welcome, welcome, guys. I thank you so much for tuning in. This is your host of the hour, Rusty Moy. I'm beyond measure and grateful to be on this amazing platform with so many amazing people. Ladies and gentlemen, you asked for it. I'm here to give you the amazing content of men don't care about how much money you make, ladies. I mean, I think we as women sometimes think the bragging and boasting is the way to capture the eye. But in this day and era, men are not concerned with your bank and how much you're making and how successful you may believe you are. Okay, so financially successful women in their 30s and 40s often struggle on the dating scene. Although some women deeply desire a life partner, many just can't seem to find someone to settle down with long term. Ladies, you begin to brag. You begin to talk about your degrees. You begin to talk about all the big things you're doing. And people are so thrilled that they run from you. You don't want to be that woman that men are just running from because they're just afraid and intimidated by you, your personality, and all the bragging and boasting. Having that PhD might be amazing to you and your family, but having that PhD might be sogging sogging and a disappointment for this man that you're trying to date and have a long life conversation and future with a common argument as to why this might be because men are intimidated by these careers guys uh men sometimes not all some not all i can't speak for all people just say to me or i have conversations with folks when i do my polling all women are like all men are like let me just say right here on the channel, all women are not alike and every woman doesn't know about other women. I reiterate, all women are not alike and every woman doesn't know about what different women do. YouTube, we have content creators, podcasters with a podcast channel as I have. This is just our opinions and then if it's statistics and facts, we will mention that. But people continue to be confused by opinion and a fact, right? Saying that all men are manipulators and liars is not something we're going to say because all men are not manipulators. All men are not liars. All men are not thieves. All men are not cheaters. All men are not all for themselves. And then we go through the signs in the Zodiac. Leo men are liars. Taurus are, are given and worried about themselves. Libras are sexaholics. Scorpios are sexaholics. Um, Virgos are selfish. Or Virgos give everything out their pocketbook. Listen, that's not judge on zodiac and what statistics may say about women and men that's go with our experiences and let's give people that chance and stop falling into statistics okay that's not be the statistic men feel inferior sometimes some men if a woman makes more money than he does not all men some men love when a woman's making six figures and he's making two figures because he's like, well, my baby's doing the thing. And I want to partner with her. And I want to make six figures. Okay? So, all men don't have a problem with the woman being absolutely successful. They'll brag on their wife. Brag on their girlfriend. Brag on the woman they're dating that's making six figures. I know men like that. Okay? I've been around people like that. I've worked with people like that. And then there's other men that say, I don't like that she's making six figures. I'm getting rid of her. She's just too much. She's doing too much. And I can't deal with it. And then that's there's inferior man. Okay. Their egos can't handle it. It may make them question their self-worth and manhood. Some men, not all. If they could provide financially. Men need to be the breadwinners in order to feel a sense of purpose in their lives. Some men. So we're going to say some men need to be the breadwinners. And they're going to say all the men in the world 
must believe that they want to be the breadwinner. Because some men I say, you know what? I'm perfectly fine not being the breadwinner. Because I want to sit back, relax, drink me some iced tea, and wait till she comes home from work and take care of the kids. And then women say about those men that they're lazy. They're immature. They're mama's boys. And we're going to have discussions about those men that just stay home, relax, and take care of the house. Because we do have men that are just taking care of the house, relaxing, drinking some tea, you know, mentoring the children, taking them to their programming. And the woman is the sole provider and she take care of the house. What do women think about those men? Do you think they're lazy? Do you think they're incompetent? We want to hear from you and I'm going to do a polling. I've done a polling and some women said I would never do it. Some women say I love it because I work a lot and I need a man that's secured and he's home and I know where he is. I'll pay him to stay home. Other women say she's crazy and she's lost her mind and she's insecure. So it's backs and forwards of the polling of what women and men believe. And some men say about these type of men that he's a waste of time, he's a washout, he's a bum, he's this, he's that. And then other men say, I'm that type of man and I'm not a bum. I'm secure. I have a degree. I just want to take care of the kids because I know my wife can't give them the educational goals they need. And he's all about education. And he wants to provide nothing but the best. Maybe he's paying for some of that education and he wants to make sure his kids are in the programming and they're not slipping. Okay, so everything's for a reason. And let's not be so hard on the stay home man because we have stay home women that are homemakers and women that have been homemakers for 20, 30 years. And we say she's fabulous. She's a soccer mom. She takes them to practice. She does everything she needs to do. She keeps the house. She cooks, cleans. But what about this woman having a side business? What about this woman having a home based business? Because a man going to say she's home but she's constructive she's home but she's busy she take care of the kids but she has created something because there's a lot of women that are homemakers but not necessarily homemakers because they're a homemaker slash businesswoman okay so we're going to talk about that in a few episodes coming up the homemaker that has become a businesswoman and how she's making six figures from the comfort of her own home let's talk about that on my next episode but right here grounding here today there are many ways in which a man can provide for a woman Right. So providing for someone doesn't strictly involve finances. I know it says women think you just have to pay the electric, the gas, the mortgage, the car payment, take care of the dog, buy dog food, take care of the cat, take care of the bird, take care of the turtle, take care of my kids, my grandkids, the neighbor's kids, someone's kids around the corner. And he's a provider. Guess what? And you're wrong. Men can provide emotional and intellectual support. And I'm going to discuss that. I'll break it down for you, ladies. They can provide help with your day to day life your chores, cooking, fixing things around the house. They can provide companionship, a shoulder to cry on, a travel buddy, or a friend. It doesn't always mean it's a financial perspective. If you're that woman that looks for that financial perspective, then you're just looking strictly for finances and don't expect him to cook, clean, fix, hang curtains, paint, be your mechanic, do home improvements, go put a gate up, put the fence together. You're expecting a well-rounded man and you are doing what? Nothing. So men can provide help and support in all sorts of things and not just their wallet. So I'm going to stay right there for a second. I myself, personally, Rusty Boy, I don't like a lazy man. I'm not going to talk about the man's finances. We're on the air, right? I don't like lazy men. Of all the men I've ever dated, I haven't dated a whole lot of men, right? So my very small percentage of men I've dated. <laughs> Put it that way. But I don't want you guys to say, oh my God, Rusty Moy has dated 100 men. No, I haven't. So, 
There have always been strong-minded men. Dedicated, driven, never been lazy. I don't like a lazy man. I just don't. If you know something needs to be done, do it. Because if I know something needs to be done, we live in the same house, we live in separate houses, I will do it. I'm the woman if I see dishes in the sink, I do it. I see the tub needs to be clean, I do it. I've been raised this way. Your yard looks a mess, I'm going to be out there. Like, where the hell is she at? Doing the yard. I love yards. I love green. I love nature. I'm in the yard. Right? I love to work. That bed is not made. I'm making it. You be off. Whatever. Running around with the kids. I'm in there making the bed. Cleaning under the bed. You come back. You're like, wow. I might be in your closet. Like, organizing clothes. I might be in there pressing up some pants while you're gone. Men can appreciate that. He might He might say, oh, I get that anywhere. Yeah. Men appreciate that. Men appreciate if a woman's cooking with him. He doesn't have to cook all the time. You might not know what the hell you're doing, but you're trying to help. You're trying to. He's doing string means you're doing something. Even if you're setting the table, a man can appreciate that. A real man can appreciate a woman that's helping. Even if she's going to burn the kitchen down, she's trying to do something. She's trying to make pasta. And men nowadays, you know, they're very independent these days. So it's not like the traditional days where the man expects the woman to cook and he's going to work and you got a lot of men to cook, clean, do it all. He just don't need you for much of nothing. Not even sex. He don't even need you for that. Right? So there's a lot of independent brothers out here. And I appreciate you out here. Okay? And there's some men that said, you know what? I want to do everything because I work. And I'm in a lot of meetings and I can't do it. So it depends on who you're dating, who you're pursuing. But all men can appreciate some support. Any way you can support this man. Taking the clothes out of the dryer. That's support. Making the bed, that's something he doesn't have to do when he has a whole lot of things he has to do, right? And he's taking care of other people too. It's not just him. He has more than one person now or more than one kid or he's responsible for people. And myself as a woman, I'm responsible, right? I have obligations. So if I have you come over, we're not sharing the same space. And I know that you can vacuum. You put the trash out, let's say. I don't need you to put the trash out, but I'm just saying. You're organized for me. You put things together. I can appreciate a man like that. Right? Leave your wallet at home. No one cares about your wallet. Leave your wallet at home. Right? And you're just helping out. Just take an initiative. I'm going to be into, into the fact that knowing that you're not a lazy man. And I can appreciate he's not. I say, you know what? I'll be bragging. You know, he's not lazy. You know? He do it all. You know? He's 360. If you come over, you flop on the couch. You're always eating all the time. And you want snacks. And it's about you. When are you going to step up and sweep the floor? When are you going to vacuum? When are you going to, you know, do, be manly? Do some manly duties. When? So a lot of men out here says, I'm tired. I don't have time. I'm gaming. You're making an excuse for not helping and supporting this woman. Okay? There are several reasons why many careers who have, hard, have a hard time in the dating scene. Women. right? A man who's confident in himself and his career, whether it's particular lucrative or not, is not going to be scared off by a woman with a bank account. With a bank account, right? There are reasons why men may not want to go for a woman who values her career as a number one priority in her life, unrelated to feelings of his own you know, inadequacies, right? Because there's other things that he may want to have a discuss, discussion with you about outside of your career. 
Because all you want to speak on is your career and how great you are and how amazing you are in your field of study and how you work so hard, which is amazing. And he may love that, but it may be other things, life pressing things that takes accountability that he wants to speak about. Maybe he wants to speak about his career, right? Or maybe his goals or some things he wants to do. Maybe he wants to go back to school. But you're so focused, women, on your bank, your career, what you're doing, and how fabulous your life is. It can be a turnoff to some men. And that's why you're not getting dates. You're not being called back. And I speak to women and they say, I'm a successful woman. I'm an attorney. And I haven't dated in four years. You haven't dated in four years, ladies. These are the ladies that have been speaking to me, right? Having these conversations. Because you're bragging so much about your career, your goals, your ambition. And it, it's so much about you. And he feels so overwhelmed that he's ran away. Or he went out on the first date with you and it just wasn't, it just didn't work. And he just was so turned off. He blocked you and moved on to the next. He And lady said, well, after first date, why was I blocked? And I said to this lady, I said, what was the conversation about? And she, before she could say, before she could even say career, I said, was it career? And she said, yes. And I said, you're very career oriented and that's all you speak about, right? Or you talk about your kids all the time. Men want to know about the kids, want to know you have kids. But as soon as they meet you, they don't want to know about all five kids, which schools they go to, all this information. Because he's going to feel like you put him in a daddy figure before he's ready to be the father. Okay? So, stop forcing these men to be the father figure and the grandfather to kids they haven't even met yet. Right? They, love, they may love children. They may have children. They may have grandchildren. But they want to be eased into this. Don't You have to be with a man for a while for him to want to support you, your mother, your father, your grandfather, your brother, your kids, your grandkids. Right? It doesn't happen on the first date, ladies. He's not going to say, you know what, I'm going to buy them. I, you got some brothers say, you know, I'll buy them some ice cream, whatever. But a lot of times it takes a little bit of time. Because he got to get to know you, then meet the little ones. Not you and then overbearing him with all the kids on the first date. Right? Give it some time. And see if he's kid friendly. Because some men may say, hey, I didn't got my kids grown or my kids are off in college or they're teenagers and I ain't raising nobody else's kids. You have some men that have that perspective. So you got to feel this man out. And every man's not kid friendly. Okay. So you don't want to force the issue and then he's uncomfortable. We have a lot of women that are not kid friendly. and don't want to be around other women's children and other, other people's grandchildren and things like that. Me? I'm kid friendly, right? I'm an author. I like the little ones. I don't mind it. But you have to have some balance. Always give the child the respect and they'll give you respect. Because they'll understand that you're not being mom or grandmom. You're an authority figure and you're an adult. And they can't disrespect you. Even if they don't like you and they don't want to say anything to you, they know they have to respect you because the person that you're with is not going to have anything less than that. So even if they could keep their trap shut and don't say anything, you know that they're being respectful. Because they have some kids that speak out and they're very disrespectful. But you want to have some balance when you're, date, when you're dating someone and they have kids and grandkids. You don't want to be mean to them. You want to have a little conversation. But you don't, I mean, one woman I met, she spoke to me and she said, this guy has kids. I don't speak to them. I don't deal with them. I don't talk to them. And I'm actually mean to them. I would never be mean to a child because they're innocent. So ladies, don't be mean to other people's children. And God knows, they'll be mad to the grandkids, you know, being mean to them, uh, rolling your eyes, making faces, throwing things at them. 
if there's some even balance, if there's respect, so you're acknowledging them, but you don't have to hang out with them. You don't have to play patty cake with them. You don't have to take them to the mall and buy them the, 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 the Jordans. And you don't have to be that grandmother figure, but you can be the adult figure that's respectable that they're going to respect. And know that they have to respect you at all times, at home and in public. And respect is earned. It's how you carry yourself. So if you carry yourself like a floozy, you walk around like a floozy, you speak in the essence of a floozy, they're going to have no respect for you. Even if some other adult figure is saying nasty things, and women do say nasty things about other women, right? When you're being around other people's children, but then a kid is going to go by what they see because they're visual children. And they see nothing but respect and honor. Mom might be saying something, grandma might say something, but if they see respect and honor in, the pre in their presence, they're going to say, you know what? Mom and grandma might be a liar. I'm going to deal with this because this seems normal and mom ain't even really that normal anyway. So I'm going to deal with her and respect her even though I don't like her. And boys especially will respect you. Girls are sassy. Boys will respect you if you respect them. I know that. I deal with boys. They will respect you if you respect them. You have to have respect for yourself. So when ladies tell me, oh, I don't got time for nobody's son and I don't deal with nobody's grandson. I don't you're probably not being respectable around them. I would never use profanity around a child. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't act out in front of the child. If I'm having a problem, I would deal with that situation later. I would revisit it. Never around the child. Because when a child sees nasty, disrespectful, attitude, something that's upsetting to them, they see that or hear that in their presence, they're going to disrespect you. Because they're going to know right then and there that you're not a respectable human being and you're just not a right type of person to be in the atmosphere. Okay? So respect yourself. No matter what the circumstances. You can always walk away. I'll, I'll walk away and revisit before I make a fool of myself. Because accountability and who I am as an individual stands high. You know? And I would never disrespect a senior citizen. I would never disrespect a child okay if you're twice my senior i'm gonna walk away from you i'm gonna turn my head because i was raised the right way i would never disrespect someone that's a senior citizen i want to be my mother or my grandfather disrespecting someone's property i would never do that and i would never disrespect child nothing that an author in front of a child i was raised a certain way i have a certain type of morals and respect for myself and another thing, I don't like to put my business out in the street. Because professional, educated, articulate women try to have some balance. They're not going to make a fool of themselves in, the, in public eye. Because whatever you got going on, you never have it in the public eye. That's why I love Beyonce Knowles and Jay-Z. Because whatever they're doing is never in the public eye. You will never see B in the public eye or Jay-Z being a fool. Never. That whole thing, Becky with the good hair, the whole elevator, whatever. We never seen, I love them, any negativity in the public eye. Never. I never seen anything like that with them. And you know what? There in that perspective are my role models when it comes to you're in a relationship, putting your business in the street. You got to have some balance. Fist fighting in the middle of the street. Trying to have an uproar. If you come to me, you're going to come in and talk like an adult or else I have to see you later. Cussing, fist fighting me, bloody lip in the street, kicking, screaming. No. 
We're going to talk like two human beings because I'm an adult, you're an adult, and we're going to iron things out. So also, ladies, don't do things in front of you. Don't argue and curse in front of the children. And don't have nasty, petty arguments with your man or your husband in front of the little ones, okay? Because kids will see things. I deal with children. They pick it up. They're intimidated when they're young. And they will talk about it to adult role models in their life, okay? They will talk your business if you let them know. Put that child in another room. Wait till they go out. Even if it's something about the father, you speak unill in front of the child. They obtain it. Daddy ain't worth nothing. Mama did this. They will speak about it in church. They'll speak about it at the mosque. They will speak about it in school. They'll speak about it in the neighborhood. They'll tell their friends. They'll put it on social media. Because kids will obtain that negativity and spread it around. And then in their mindset, daddy ain't no good. And then they already made their assumption that father is no good. Mama ain't no good. I made this the mindset that mama said it. So I know it's true. Don't put that garbage in the atmosphere and in the rim of a child okay you guys like following me like listen to my channel do not put that nasty garbage because that's all it is because the children will be upset the mindset they don't know what to believe the mind's all tricked up right they see so much images in the, in the community and in social media on the cell phone that the mind is tricked up already and then you talking about dad, mom, grandma, people around the corner, talking unhealed about the neighbors, you know, saying this and that. And you put negativity in the kid's mindset. So they have a toxic mind. Because you're putting all this toxic energy out there so the children don't know what to believe. Profanity around the kids is like, no. It's like, a, like, no. You know, I always tell my kids I'm dealing with no profanity. If I hear it, you're done. I don't care what you watch on television. I don't care what you do. You're going to act like a decent individual in my presence. Whatever you do on a basketball court, whatever you do when you go to uh, Hara, Harlem, New York, wherever the hell you go, that's fine. But when you're in my presence, you're going to conduct yourself as a professional student, I tell them. You are a professional student. Not a hoolum. No, I'm from the hood, so I'm going to do this and that. No. You are a professional student, you know, because a lot of the children don't understand. I said, they said, huh? You are a professional student. So you have to carry yourself. Even when school is out, you can't say, well, I'm out for the summer. So I'm going I'm to do this. I'm going to say this. I'm gonna. No, you're a professional student because a lot of them go to private sectors. They go to archdiocese. They go to public sector, wherever the charter, wherever they're going in. Carry yourself all school year, even when school's out, as a professional student. Okay? So we got it. Keep that positive energy in our children's mindset. So when, when they go back to school, they won't go in there and say, yeah, you know, I'm new, I'm, you know, I'm, new, I'm the new weed man around here. No, they are professional students. That's what they are. And once they believe it and they build the confidence up, they know they can handle anything. They can take their tests, exams, spelling words, whatever thrown their way, they can achieve. And you have to put that in their mindset. Okay. But here is I'm gearing in to the closing of this channel and the episode. We want to be mindful of what we're saying and doing in our conversations when we're dating. We want to be mindful of what we're saying and doing around our children. We want to be saying, be mindful of what we do and say around other individuals, right? Because our words matter. We are adults and we need to conduct ourselves as an adult, not a hood rat. Not a uh, unprofessional, 
not ratchet, you know, not as some figure you saw on television or something you've seen on YouTube. Be who you have been created to be. Because we see all these images and we see things on YouTube. We see the celebrities and we say, well, you know what? On the dating scene, I'm doing like Carly do. But you're not Carly. And then you have the men. I'm going to do. I'm gonna be like all set. I'm, doing, I'm, I'm like all set. Well, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm on set today. No. Be who you have been created to be. I know we see these images. We admire them so much. We love them. But remember, they have their own lives and they love and they hurt just like we do. They're still human, but they're entertainers. Okay? So that's not live our lives through entertainment. That's live our lives through the reality of what really is. It really is that you are a lawyer, a doctor, an entrepreneur, an educator, a homemaker, or whatever. And whoever you are, you can mention it, but you don't have to keep indwelling and reminding folks because it begins to be intimidating. It begins to be stressful. Because people like to hear your journey, like to hear something. People always say, tell me something about yourself. They want to hear it, but then they, they want to have time to speak on who they are. And you don't want to be overwhelming, folks. Okay? So, I'm going to have a polling, guys. And I want you guys to participate in the polling. Give me your honest opinion. What you've been noticing in the dating scene. What has not been working as that professional woman? Even if that professional man would have and has not been working and what is two things you want to do in the next few months to change the dating scene. I thank you so much for listening to the channel. to the channel and you believe it's something else that you want to bring into the channel I want to hear from you and the reason why I want to hear from you because Rusty loves feedback but most importantly constructive criticism because constructive criticism has given me the seat of today because if you don't have that constructive criticism, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have a balance. And as an entrepreneur, you need balance. As a woman, you need balance. As an individual, you need balance. And constructive criticism is where it starts. Everything about us can't be magnificent because of how you look, the way you carry yourself, and what you do, right? Even the best of the best, Denzel Washington, even down to Rita Franklin, and many others, even with our lovely late Whitney Houston, someone has given these folks constructive criticism to make them so amazing. So don't be afraid if someone gives you constructive criticism, right? Because that only makes you better. And even in your relationship, someone gives you criticism about something you're not doing. Stop fighting it and just do it. Some people are not willing to give in. They're not willing to say, you know what? I'm going to stop taking and I'm going to change and just be a giver. I'm going to give to a family member. I'm going to 
going to give to a cause. I'm going to give back into the relationship. Guess what? It might be lucrative. You might have start having a lucrative lifestyle just by giving just a tad bit. It could be just a little bit of your time. A little bit of your support to something that needs it most. But you won't know these things, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't give in a little bit. And relationships is the number one thing you have to give, take. Give, take. Give, take. Give, take. Stop saying, ladies, I haven't gotten married yet. Because guess what? It might not be your season. It might not be your calling for marriage. Your calling may be giving something, supporting a cause, helping someone, developing something, being a creator, doing other things to prepare you to be the way that you could be someday. Some men say, I haven't met, I haven't met Miss Wright. There's no one going to be perfectly right or perfectly wrong. But maybe you need some cleaning up as well. Some things about you may not be what people are looking for. And it might not be your season. Keep working. Keep pushing. Keep moving. And keep doing what you're doing. Because a relationship is work. Right? Business is work. Dealing with people is work. Helping people is work. So stop worrying about things that you have no ultimate control over. Listen, guys. I want you to be a part of the polling for two reasons. Support and your honest feedback. Why else would I want you to be a person holding it? But also, I need guys to interview come this fall about relationships, infrastructure, and guys know climate change is the third subject matter that we're going to speak on going to the end of this year. I need you guys to be a part of it.